Kyle's Comments. I am Robert Kyle, and joining us right now, she is the host of the show After Hours on CBS Sports Radio, which you can hear uh, overnights from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Central, 2 to 6 Eastern, and uh, to make it less uh, imposing, 11p to 3a Pacific. Uh, I'm joined now by one of the 100 heavy hitters in Sports Talk Radio, Amy Lawrence. Amy, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. Thank you so much. Imposing for who? <laughs> well, it, I mean, for what? I mean, with it being from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Central, you'd be like, oh, oh, I have to stay up all night. But, but I mean, it, to make it, it uh, I guess, to make it sound easier, which leads into my first question of all the day parts, why overnights? Well, this is the one the company offered me, but I love working overnight because this is right after all of the games wrap up. I, mean, uh, I went on the air last night, just not even an hour after the Clippers and Blazers had finished and after the uh, Sharks and Kings had finished. The post-game reaction from the locker rooms wasn't even in yet. Uh, so that's immediacy to me. And I really enjoy the fact that we start out on the West Coast, and it's the night in sports, and we've got the audience that's either working second shift or getting home from work or from wherever they may have been out. And by the time we get through to our final hour, which is 5 o'clock on the East Coast, it is all morning drive. In fact, morning drive and morning commute starts at 4.30 Eastern time because so many people live outside the big cities. And we have stations up and down the East Coast as well as into the Midwest, and the audience completely turns over and starts new, and you're talking about people who weren't staying up to watch the games that finished at, let's say, 1 o'clock Eastern time. So I think it's fantastic. And in addition to that, if you know the radio business, you recognize that overnights carries the entire country. At the network level, very few local stations staff their own shows at those hours, which means I have access to more radio stations and more listeners than pretty much any other show on my network. Yeah, and plus, and plus with the fact that I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the case or not, but you have a lot of uh, the fifty thousand watt blowtorches that can carry their signal pretty much coast to coast. Yeah, it's fantastic. I wouldn't want the only other day part that I would take instead of this one would be the one before me, um, which is Pharrell on the bench on CBS Sports Radio, and it's from ten p to two a. Uh, Eastern time, but even so, he doesn't get the entire country until about midnight. And so, honestly, if you offered me a morning show or offered me middays, I would stay where I was. What was it like working with him? It was Scotty Farrell. I bet it's like I bet it's like one wild party after another. Oh, well, no, not, really not, not literally, but he, he's actually not like that. He's a family man. His um, his wife is awesome. He's got two young kids. I'm going to his daughter's first communion coming up in about a week and a half. Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, I know it's an image, and it's from what he used to do and used to have. I mean, I used to listen to him before I got into sports radio, but he is an amazing person. He's one of my greatest allies. Whenever I have a question about the radio business, he's seen and done everything, and he is always very generous with his time. Uh, We've become very good friends, and I'm very thankful for him as an advocate for me in the business. Yeah. Yeah, I, now how many? Like you said, by the, when you get started, the the late night games have pretty much are pretty much wrapped up unless they go into extra innings or something like that. Uh, how much prep work does it go? Does it take for a four hour show? Uh, I 
bargain about an hour for every hour I'm on the air. So that includes reading, that includes um, watching games, that includes taking my notes, that includes prepping for interviews. So that's what I game plan for. Sometimes it's more, for instance, when there's breaking news during the daytime and I wake up to that, or if there's a press conference during the daytime, uh, you know, it's not as though I can ignore those. And then that prep time doesn't account for what happens on weekends, which on weekends, there's also sports happening uh, that I have to follow and have to pay attention to. Like, for instance, the Masters a couple of weekends ago was all day Friday or all evening Friday because I watched on tape. It was all day Saturday and it was all day Sunday. So those hours are also prep time that don't get taken into account when you're talking about hosting a show on a weeknight. When you have, uh, when you have, you said you have guests on. Now, are, do you have to do like what we're doing right now to uh, tape it to air later or as if some coaches will be up at uh, one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning central time or whatever you know it's a mixed bag obviously athletes and coaches uh keep a different type of schedule than i do so uh when it's an athlete or a coach sometimes i will tape during the daytime and let the audience know that it was earlier in the day but there are some coaches who are up first thing in the morning so I've had coaches who've joined me in my final hour of the show because that's the hours that they keep. When it comes to analysts or when it comes to play-by-play announcers, I had Brett Hedekin, who is a former NHL player and now part of the Sharks broadcast as well as the NHL and NBC. I had him live last night. My guest the night before that was a play-by-play announcer in the NBA. He was live as well. So it just depends on who you're talking about. Um, but athletes, typically, I get them after practice or after a shoot-around or after uh, their daily activities, but uh, not always. We're talking with uh, Amy Lawrence of CBS Sports Radio on Kyle's comments. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk with Amy is because in her uh, – how, how long have you been in sports radio? Let's see. I made the full-time jump to sports radio in Oklahoma, actually, in 2002. Okay. And uh, you worked at uh, Sports Talk 1400 down in Norman. Yes, it was a startup station at the time, at least. Uh, that's how it was billed to me. It was turning into the ref, and I left, I left doing news radio and went and worked there for a year before I got fired. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, didn't you? Mentioned, I don't know if it was on a Twitter thing or whatever. Didn't you mention? Did you mention you worked up in the Northwest Oklahoma? I worked in Woodward for two years. Yeah, uh, North, Woodward, Northwest. Yeah, as yeah, the uh, stations over there. <laughs> as uh, as uh, one as one sports director in Oklahoma City would say, they're a different breed of cat. I would say different breed of cattle, but it was great, actually. I loved it. I loved it. Um, it was my opportunity. It was, a first of all, 100,000-watt stick. So with the oh, yeah. flat uh, terrain, it reached the entire Texas Panhandle all the way down to Oklahoma City and southwest Kansas. Um, but the biggest thing about it, I was news and sports director in Woodward, and the biggest thing about it is that I got to do play-by-play for American Legion Baseball, high school basketball, high school football. I went to tournament games. I covered both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State events when I had the opportunity. So I don't know what kind of breed of radio it is because I did my own breed of radio, but when I was there, it was an opportunity to do a lot 
uh, a lot of different things and to really understand what I was good at and, and I guess to get a, an education in college football because in the Northeast, um, college football is not as big as it is in the Southwest or the Southeast. As I was going to say, did you work with uh, C.J. Montgomery? I did. I did. I, I got to meet him a couple of times and plus hear him when the, the Friday night quick scores. He, he's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been in touch with him since I was there, but he was the program director of one of the stations in the group that I worked in in Woodward. Yeah. Um, now, you're coming back, you're, you're coming back, I guess, call it home, uh, one of your homes, uh, this weekend to do the at least the half part of the Oklahoma City Marathon. What made you want to uh, do that? Well, a couple things. Uh, one of my best friends, who was an NFL agent based in Oklahoma, Kelly Masters, uh, is. We had talked about doing something crazy like this. We both celebrate uh, late spring or early summer birthdays, and. She had volunteered the marathon last year, and I had been looking, kind of thinking about an event to run, and she mentioned this one, uh, and I said, let's do it. And um, also, the fact that it's the Oklahoma City Memorial Marathon, and that I was there in 2000 when that memorial was dedicated, it was one of the most poignant and vivid memories of my news career, uh, being there that morning, even before uh, the sun had risen, and the emotion and uh, just the powerful images as well as uh, what I heard when I was there. I will never forget that morning. So I wasn't in Oklahoma in 1995, but of course the bombing was an event that affected our entire nation. But being in Oklahoma when that memorial opened up and then spending time there afterwards, uh, you really understand how it forever changed a city and a state Uh, and a people, and when I was doing my last few months in news, as I mentioned, I made the full-time jump to sports in 2002, uh, it was around 9-11, and seeing 9-11 and reporting on 9-11 through the eyes of the people of Oklahoma was a completely different lens and a completely different perspective, and so that event and the people of Oklahoma um, make this marathon something that's not just a, a race or a reason to get in shape it's it's got powerful images and amazing people uh that it that it represents right we're talking with uh, amy lawrence of cbs sports radio her show after hours you can hear it between uh, the hours of 1a and 5a central um a couple of sports topics uh in nba playoffs of course thunder and Mavs series, yeah. among one of them, uh, tied at one game apiece. Or game three is tonight, as of this recording. Uh, what have you liked so far in the games? Not just Thunder Mavs, but all the other series going on. And who are you picking to win it all? Well, Robert, anyone who listens to my show knows I do not make predictions. They're guesses. That's all they are. And I, they're not even educated most of the time. People end up picking just the team they like better or they know better. And uh, if you pay attention to sports at all, which I'm sure that you do as an Oklahoman, you recognize that if they always went according to script, nobody would watch. The great thing about sports is they never go according to script. Um, And so I don't make predictions. I I just don't. I feel like that's, again, it's just kind of throwing a dart against a dartboard and hoping that you're right. Um, And I prefer to do, to spend time doing other things 
on my radio show, but I will say that Oklahoma City, to me, is one of the teams that could throw a wrench into everybody's plan of seeing Spurs and Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And as much as I would love that final, uh, I also recognize that this is an amazing stretch for Oklahoma City, finally to have... Uh, as I call them, Batman and Robin, but Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook healthy in the playoffs. It's been, what, four years since it's been the case. Now, um, yeah. you're not going to see Kevin Durant have another shooting like night like he did in game two. I wouldn't expect that at all. Um, they look good to me, and even though they still have issues, and I you know, recognize that outside of KD and Durant, sometimes you don't get enough from uh, offense from the rest of the, the team. I still I love... The Thunder. I like what Billy Donovan has done. I think Chesapeake Energy Arena is a fantastic home venue. I'm so thrilled for the people of Oklahoma who waited so long to get a pro team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're they're one of the teams with their athletic ability, with uh, Russell Westbrook's uh, physical, physical play, as well as his commitment to defense. He could really uh, create problems and has created problems for Steph Curry. So, yeah, the Thunder are awesome. As for the rest of the series, um, Clippers look great now that Blake Griffin has his sea legs under him again. Uh, I think it is the right idea for the Warriors to rest Steph Curry when they don't need him for the Houston Rockets series. And then Spurs. I mean, if this were any other season, Spurs would be the talk of the town. But because what they're doing this year including the 40-1 and record at home, because what they're doing is shadowed, is overshadowed, I should say, by the Warriors. They're kind of flying under the radar, which is incredible for a Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich team. But they very well could win it all again. Um, in the East, you know, it's it's right now, um, it's right now, I think, a separating of the, of the men from the boys, so to speak. Um, Cleveland with a fantastic game. The Miami story is awesome because there is life after LeBron. Pat Riley is brilliant. What he's done to put together this Heat team after LeBron left is amazing. He stockpiled a bunch of pieces that really could uh, throw a wrench into everything in the East. Atlanta's playing well. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've got some really compelling storylines on the NBA hardcore. All right, and uh, one more sports question. Uh, Major League Baseball, uh, any surprises, well, to you thus far? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm not spending a ton of time on baseball yet. Just don't, uh, we're not talking about it a ton and uh, don't have a lot of time to watch it right now. But I would say it's really interesting to see the excitement about the Cubs nationwide. <laughs> Last year kind of brought everyone together in rooting for this team that hasn't won a World Series in over 100 years. And uh, I did a show last summer of the the sports story that people would most like to see in their lifetime. And the number one story was the U.S. men winning a World Cup in soccer. The second choice was Cubs winning a World Series and breaking that streak. So I think it's pretty cool that we have... Uh, the story that the nation can kind of get behind. But baseball is more of a soundtrack of summer, and until we get through the postseason, I don't know that a ton of people are really into it yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio, After Hours. Uh, again, you can hear her between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Eastern, 1 to 5 Central, 11, 3 to p- 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Uh, Pacific. Where can we find CBS Sports Radio. Well, there is an affiliate in Oklahoma. 
I just don't know which one, but there is one in Oklahoma City. Well, I, I, I was going to say, I know there are a couple. Uh, 105.3 here in the city and uh, CBS Sports 1300 in Tulsa. Perfect. Okay, so I know we get calls from Oklahoma City, and uh, we do have gotten calls from Tulsa and definitely hear from people that listened to me back when I was on the air there locally. Uh, as for the other ways, I mean, it, it's awesome, the number of opportunities that people have to, to be part of it on social media. You can listen online at cbssportsradio.com. We have a podcast of every hour of the show, so all four hours podcasted uh, every weekday morning. That's on our website, afterhoursamylawrence.com. And we also have a Facebook page named after the show. Uh, my Twitter is at Radio. So we try to make the show as accessible to possible as possible for people who may have different hours than we do. So y'all aren't on uh, Sirius XM, at least not yet? Anyway. No, sir. Okay. Anyway, Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, good luck to you this weekend. As I, I, like, as I like to tell my dad and my sister when they ran, have fun and run hard. <laughs> we'll see. My goal is just to finish without stopping. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of their goal. That was one of their goals too. Anyway, Amy, thank you for taking time to uh, come on the podcast and uh, safe travels here to Oklahoma. This All week. right, I can't wait to get there, Robert. Thank you so much for your interest. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Amy. And Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We'll be back in a minute.